0: I want you to do something for me. It would it would mean a lot. I'll come to your house and I will I will uh, fall to my knees and I will uh, thank you with tears in my eyes. If you do it, wherever you are in the world. I want you to do a survey, a tomorrow survey. Go to theoutline.com/slash/tomorrow survey, and tell us what you like or don't like or love or love too much about the show. We need your feedback just trying to figure out what's going on out there with the listeners. We want to know about what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing. Theoutline.com slash tomorrowsurvey, fill it out, and then go on iTunes and write a great review for us. And then go on Google Play podcast and write a review and then go on Pocket Cast and, and share our podcast. And then go on title and download my album, Tomorrow's Greatest Hits by Joshua Topolsky. In FLAC file format Guys, guys,
1: guys, 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 guys I'm going to pop in here and say you don't have to do any of that Please just go to the slash tomorrow survey Please, I'm begging you
0: the slash tomorrow survey I'll Please. love you forever Please Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss submarines, bugs, and the golden lovers. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, we're back. Hi. It's another Tomorrow. Ryan is here, of course, Still with me. trapped in this room. Trapped in this room, but enjoying it. Yeah, no, I love it. It's like Stockholm syndrome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to Stockholm. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna think that you never want to leave, but actually, you're gonna need to get out.
1: Actually, John gave me a gift yesterday. My birthday gift was a trip to Europe. Oh. And we're going to Iceland and Stockholm, most likely. Wow! Um, and I immediately was like, "You can keep the return ticket and just put it towards hotel fees because I'm not leaving." <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, it's a nationalist movement sweeping Europe right now, so don't get too comfortable.
1: Listen, I'm staying out of Germany. I'm staying out of America.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, so we're gonna do. A, we should do. Some, I want to do news, but we don't have a ton of time. We got a big show. Yep, we got a lot coming up, but we're gonna go real
1: fast. Yeah, let's um, do some news. Hit first news that. story: I turned 28 again.
0: Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. I love it. I'm so proud of you.
1: Um, second news story: Bustle bought Gawker. Well, which Brian is
0: Goldberg, the CEO wild. of Bustle.
1: I mean, who was hated by Gawker?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of people were hated by gawker and hated gawker. Goldberg definitely probably won't do anything good with it. Um his business is mainly like arbitrage, like get and uh, you know it's like balance how many ads you can sell against how many stories you can put up and bustle's an algorithm. It's I mean, but let's just say bustle had some of the most effusive fire festival stories, okay? <laughs> If you go back and look at Bustle's, I mean, I think people have screen capped but Bustle had, like, the fire Festival is going to rip, ladies. Bustle had a lot to <laughs> say about um about
1: Yanni and Laurel, like, three days later.
0: Uh, it's Yanni. Sorry. I don't, okay. have, I don't have the Bustle. Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm European. I'm going to Europe, <laughs> and now I pronounce everything with broad A sounds. Sorry, I'm so Yanni, young. Yanni and Laurel. Okay, anyhow. Uh, Drill did a really good tweet about Yanni and Laurel. Yanni and Laurel. Yanni what and Laurel. did it say? I don't know. It was, like... <laughs> it was like yeah, Laura most suck. Fuck you. <laughs> but it was like so after the fact, that it was really good. Uh, yeah. So. All right, So that's how
1: ha- that happened. I mean, like, I mean rip- Gizmodo just recently had a meltdown. I mean, Giz- being GMG, pu- the Gizmodo
0: Media Group, is now being sold off. The Onion is being sold. Ugh, uh, the poor from, Onion. From uh, Fusion Media Group, Fusion Media Group is now selling off the thing it bought two years ago. Uh, look it's a Great fucking, work, everybody. It's a bl- I, look, I wrote a piece. Uh, it's called "Your Media Business Will Not Be Saved." 2016 uh, is the whole reason we ever even ended up getting funding for this business. But wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. What if Gawker pivoted to video?
0: You know, what if they made a newsletter? I mean, the problem is, like, I don't
1: know. Like I like What if to... MTV News and Gawker co-created a video project that was um, just 10-second silent videos that played on a Twitter feed? Do you think that that would make money? Yes. Like tiny cooking videos?
0: I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you about something. About being woke? Whenever I look at Facebook... Which I try to do very little. I do—I will say I find myself stopping to watch those fucking Now This videos, Mm -hmm. and I always feel two things when I watch them. One, total outrage because they're always about something outrageous. Oh, yeah. Two— It's like this little girl got punched in the face. Two, like I'm never—I never feel smarter or like I even remember what the fuck the thing was about or to begin with, or what to do about it.
1: I don't no, generally there's nothing. N- it's, know it's, where it's, it's the next step. Is. But
0: also, my retention on the information is like nothing. It's like oh, this it's like Maxine it's Waters. It's like this woman got yelled at because she was wearing a Puerto Rico shirt. And I watched the video, and I'm like, this is outrageous. Or it'll say, like, Maxine Waters was insulted by this uh, yeah.
1: fundraiser for a nonprofit. And you're like, I know that this is important and I support Maxine Waters. I don't remember what happened just or how to help like, her.
0: Just really kind of feels like they're there to make you feel, like, triggered in some way. They're there to make you stop for two seconds and look at the video. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, they contain information, no doubt.
1: How, it's just, mu- how much though? It's like just, a fortune cookie. It's a amount small a amount.
0: A small amount. At least a fortune cookie, you learn a word. Makes you feel good because you watched it. Anyhow.
1: Anyway, um, also uh, Trump is I love Trump. at the NATO summit. And I love just Trump. Fully saying things like Germany is in Russia's pocket, which at this point, I, like, uh, if I wrote this script, you would have said, like, it's a little, uh, it's a little navel gazing well, and self involved. A little, a little too many inside jokes. I, the audience
0: can't keep up. I, listen, here's the thing with Trump, okay? Everything he says is garbage. Everything he does is garbage. Nothing good is going to happen as long as he is unchecked. His power is unchecked. My, I'm. This is a mantra I'm going to repeat till I'm dead, and I'll probably be killed soon due to the number of death threats I've received recently. Um, and
1: the that fucking, balloon started following you around the, the city. Balloon, right? The that,
0: giant Josh is a baby balloon. That's right. Um, d- vote, please. If you're c- if center, left, <clears throat> center, of, left of center. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if vote you're vote for Cynthia
1: Nixon. Just if vote. I don't for Cynthia, about, N- Cynthia
0: Nixon doesn't matter. Cynthia I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it. It doesn't matter if Cynthia Nixon wins. What matters is if the fucking if if, if fucking Beta O'Rourke wins. That's what matters. Sure, sure. Sure. I know sure. I want I want good people everywhere. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's good people on both sides. I just think just when we kidding.
1: secede from Gilead, it'd like Cynthia Nixon at the helm.
0: Cynthia Nixon will be locked up as soon as they start doing the handmaid's tale stuff. will they'll go right for her, okay? But that's not the point. I'm not worried about New York. I am worried about New York, of course, because it's where I live. Afraid of New but York. I'm not worried about New York the way I'm worried Poor about the York. rest of the world, and the rest of the world needs the help of other it needs people in fucking Alabama, or wherever the fuck you are, in Texas, in Arkansas, in in Nevada, and wherever get go out and vote. Against the Republicans, they're destroying your healthcare. But not even they're destroying vote. the fucking economy. I want to
1: be the opposite of now this and tell you not just vote, donate. If you have disposable yeah, donate, income, vote and time, donate.
0: Go knock on do doors, a phone bank something. I'm just saying please. you've got to take physical civil action, and the civil action has to be protest, volunteer, stop donate, reading stop reading all, stop reading all the shit. Find the candidate that is the person that represents what is better.
1: And just do what you think and is And support your them and vote support for them. a p- vision you're passionate for and stop nasal gazing, nasal gazing on what vision is going to be sellable to who and to where. Just find something you actually believe in. Donate money to it and your time to it and it will transcend to people. I'm sick of pieces saying you know, actually, when you forget minority voters in the Midwest, you forget the Democratic Party. Actually, we need to ignore minority voters in the Midwest. And wow. Vox posted wow. two pieces today, what? one of which said that center-left Republican or center- left Democrats have a huge place in the party, and we need to like back them. And another piece published said that progressive candidates in Kentucky have the most small dollar amount donations after them. So we need to get passionate about progressive Democratic Socialist politics. And those pieces were published in my RSS feed right next to each other. That's nonsense. Stop listening to these people. Just pick something you
0: actually care about. This is really simple, okay? Here's the deal. Uh, No matter which Democrat... Not get you want to stir up the base and get everybody going. and we don't know, you don't know who it is, but there's a lot of people who just look more people voted for Hillary Clinton than Donald Trump. We need several million. we need the. we need more people than that, okay? We need millions of extra new people to vote for somebody who is not a Republican candidate. I don't care which candidate it is. Yeah, it's just not a Republican because the Republicans have created a fucking wall that protects a heinous man. And allows him to do whatever he wants. And the only way to break the wall is to vote out Republicans, because when they can't when they if they cannot have a unified voting front, they can be stopped. But that's all that matters. That is the only thing that matters. Nothing else matters. And if you put your time and energy and money into anything, it should be that thing. We have midterms coming up. We could shift this fucking narrative. We, it has to be loud. It should not be subtle. It should be a fucking landslide. These some of yeah. these should be landslides. Because I get news for you. I don't know I don't know if the Republicans are feeling motivated or mobilized or not. I heard a stat and maybe it was wrong, maybe it was right. I don't
1: think that they are.
0: I heard the beta O'Rourke who's running against Ted Cruz in Texas raised in the last quarter 12 and a half million dollars mm-hmm. and ted cruz raised less than four
1: listen i think that republicans the the, the their chorus base maybe 10 20 of the country the chorus republican base are extremely defensive and passionate i don't think anyone else who fell into falls into that conservative side gives a shit at this point they're furious that their lives are fucked up and they don't know who to blame but i don't think they're feeling galvanized like they were all
0: it takes we are all it takes is for the right for more people to go out and vote. I believe in my heart that there are more people in this country. I really believe this. There are more people in this country. It's not about parties, by the way. There are more people in this country that who believe that believe in 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 the rule of law. Don't want people who don't want a, a kleptocratic leader. Don't want a, fa, a a fascist leader. President for life, which he
1: loves to say.
0: They they don't want a man who congratulates literal murderers like Putin. And, and Duarte.
1: Kim Jong-un.
0: Yeah. Literal torturers and murders he congratulates and pals around with. They don't want that person to lead this country and they see the damage that's being done. And I don't give a shit what fucking party you are an allegiant to in terms of your history. What I care is that, like, you're thinking about, like, the future of this country. Because I think the future of the country hangs in a serious balance. And I just think people need to go and they need to actually show that they give a shit now. You, you sat home. You voted for Jill Stein. You like Gary Johnson's weed policies. Don't give a fuck. All that matters now is take back the fucking government from the Republican Party. So okay. also Anyhow, in, the news, what else is in the news,
1: also in the news, <laughs> the uh, Thai boys were rescued.
0: They no thanks to Elon Musk. Elon Musk was like, "I'm sending a submarine." They're like, "No thanks, they're out." Also, the submarine wouldn't work.
1: Listen, like <laughs> good deeds are good deeds. When I'm you so fucking sick of
0: fucking Elon Musk. Every time something happens, Don't
1: on people on Twitter for promo about how fucking cool your company is. Go fuck yourself. No, listen, you're a monster. I,
0: Elon Musk is like. He's a I'm monitor. sorry. He's created this thing where it's like, listen. I think he's a very smart guy, and I respect sure. a lot. of Sure, you know what? what smart done.
1: guy with great
0: intentions who wants
1: to change the world for the better and do it in the way that like will best help people, and 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 actually does get some self promo from it, and like, uh, oh. and spends his life doing it. Bill and Melinda Gates do that. Yeah, you love they're, bill Gates. They're great people. You're One of the
0: biggest Bill Gates stands. I
1: actually think he's a great guy who takes a pragmatic approach to using his money to to uh, do. I think like capitalism and billi- bill- begging billionaires for help is going to save the world. No, but the best case scenario is Bill Gates. Worst case scenario is Elon Musk, who mm. builds a little. Little fucking mini rocket yeah. and wants everybody to clap for him listen here's the uh, my, he's on
0: twitter saying billionaire is a slur by the way but it's it's it is a slur you're a fucking money hoarder and there are people dying and all you're doing is sitting on piles of fucking money and and going on sex tours
1: fuck him um
0: anyhow but listen but Elon Musk, smart guy talented guy obviously creative inventor wonderful Every time something happens, you don't need to chime in with your solution for it. It's possible that you should focus on the Model 3 or whatever your share shareholders want. But like, you know
1: what he said? He was like, people judge me for the way that I make money or the way that I get promo. But, and someone tweeted him, but it, it's all in service of Mars. And he retweeted it as if like that was his moral goal. Listen. To get, like, fuck, fuck you, Mars is your moral goal. Listen,
0: listen. listen. Uh, you know, having tangled with Elon and his fans recently. PayPal gave us nothing <laughs> but problems. I could tell you that. PayPal's pretty useful actually. Peter Thiel and Elon Musk were not worth. I'm sorry, but PayPal is actually a pretty good service. I hate to say it. I have I'm a s- PayPal debit card. I'm ba- i know. I'm a bad guy, but it's very useful. Um, you know, but it's like uh you know, fuck just stop paying attention to the internet. Stop paying attention to Twitter. But don't you Twitter. think Elon Musk don't, don't look at Twitter. Twitter. He, Who cares? He's a but I actually think it's
1: kind of good that he's pulling into the open how terrible like bil- like billionaires pretending to be Iron Man are like maybe it's kind of good that a generation of people is disillusioned about who Elon Musk is and what he wants. And there are he's got diehard fans, but I also think that there's an yes. al- another faction yes, of people who fucking look at him and they're like, I I actually used to look up to him a little bit, and now I look at him and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's that's a fucking sham. and thing, he's a monster. And so is thing, Kylie Jenner. But the
0: important thing, well, hold on, we'll, talk, we'll get to Kylie Jenner in a second. The important thing about Elon Musk that you should know and his fans is that. There are probably a lot more people who disagree than agree with him on a lot of these topics. But those people don't form online mobs and harass people. Yeah. His fans do. Yeah.
1: On, it's like stan culture. It's basically pop it is. pop star stan culture. Yeah. But for this, capitalism. We just did a story
0: about pop star stan culture, which is My very, whole life is a story about pop star Very, star very culture. dangerous. Mobs are bad. Mob rule is bad.
1: Fanaticism of any kind is
0: bad. Fanatics are bad. Fans are bad. All oh, fandoms are fans bad. Are, fans are bad. Fans are bad. Like yeah. if you're like fans you're like all, if you're like bad. I have all the Star Wars stuff. Like you're probably you know some, what I love? you're kind of a bad person. You know
1: what I love is Star Wars. You know what I buy Star what? Wars merch. You know what I'm not a fucking fanatic about Star Wars. Yeah, I'm like, happy to like, see what like, someone like does things. with the property.
0: We actually wrote this thing. I about don't believe Dune. that my opinion should be law. About right. I just it's just like it's just like you like Elon Musk. Like why do you like someone so much? Yeah. Like this, I always thought this about fanboys. When at at the end at Engadget in The Verge, I was like, I don't fucking understand. Like, why do you like Apple? Like, you so love much? Apple. Their I keyboards like, suck. I, Look, I like Apple. They make some cool shit. They make some shit that blows. Microsoft, same thing. They're just fucking companies. They're not a thing. But Elon I Musk is just way. a guy.
1: I felt this way too about politics pre-Trump, which was like, I love Hillary and could also say like, there's some stuff she should change. You have to take a rational viewpoint yes. of saying like. I like Apple. I buy a lot of their products. The build quality is great. You need to be able to call out the stuff that isn't good or else they're not going to improve it's and the a, other competitors won't improve. It, the
0: whole thinking, the whole mentality is so – I mean, listen, I get it's it. It's
1: identifying with a team. I,
0: yes, I get it. And it's, if
1: Elon Musk is your team and you don't care about these Thai boys, they're just a win for you. you know, he didn't get them out. But uh, but but if but it, it's just it, – at the end of the day, the, they never cared about like kids trapped in a cave like in Asia. They cared about – a win for their fucking guy if he hadn't gotten involved in the story they wouldn't have given a shit about some kids trapped in
0: a cave anyhow i don't know if you saw how they got them out but it's insane yeah it is insane they had to give the kids uh, uh like um anxiety medication it's fucked up i mean they, the the situation here's one thing i'm never Those going poor
1: kids are quarantined now i'll never go in a cave oh, never no. going in a cave i never ever. want i'm
0: a, don't get into a cave don't and go into a cave and, i mean caves the, are bad you know what you know what's bad they were way outside in the- <coughs> never go outside they were way in the cave too. They were really in the cave. Miles How did they get in deep. That cave? In, know, why were they in the cave? Don't go in a cave. Don't put. Don't let your child go with any man who will take them into to a, cave. a cave. I That's don't a, care if they're a monk. Is he a monk? He was a monk. All I'm saying is, if you're, if they're like, we're going two miles into a cave, I'd be like, mm, I don't know about that one. My kid's twelve. I'm gonna take a pass that one, on Rick. that fucking. I'm not saying anything nefarious is going on. I'm just no. saying like it's a bad place to go. Anyway, uh, another news story. I'm going to hit you with another hot news yeah, story. Yes.
1: Papa John's. Oh, yeah. They're, they're looking for a new Papa John. What he did he
0: He did a racial slur. He said the N-word on a company phone call. Why? Why? Said he was on a call with marketing agency Laundry Service when he tried to downplay comments he made about the National Football League last fall by saying, Colonel Sanders called blacks, and then he used the N-word but didn't say the N-word. Yes. And never faced any public backlash at KFC. It's like he was using it to describe something. But here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, no, it, like, no, to no, no, quote no, 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 somebody else. No, he was using it to defend his comments about the NFL. And it's like, like you're justifying like your actions with that? exactly you're like why are we getting blowback for this they didn't get it for that and it's like but you're also in the process of it using the word and this
1: was after years of him being told yeah. that like his hiring and yeah. his insurance practices were keeping down his minority workers from being able to either unionize from having benefits and that it was it was in proportionately impacting the people he was hiring Yeah.
0: so so I thought what you were like I thought when you were talking about it which I, cause I hadn't read the story that, that you were saying like he was saying to his staff like look there are words that we should never use here something like no, that and he he's saying, like in this word and maybe in that moment he's like I need to say the word so they understand exactly no, what I'm talking. No. or something like that where I can imagine in the heat of the like if you're having you're rep- reprimanding employees or something no no
1: no I meant like on a company call he's no talking. No, no this
0: is this is obviously I mean it, by the way it's not justified to say it there but I can, somehow, I can see how uh, I could see by the way again I'm not defending this guy he's a piece of shit but but I could see how you might have that momentary like oh fuck I used I should have used this but I use that. Because I was like, you know, reprimanding them for this language. That's not what happened at all. Rolled
1: off his tongue in any scenario. Oh no, this
0: guy's definitely. I'm sure he's a huge racist. There's no question.
1: I could be high, drunk, in a conversation about the N-word, nine levels deep in life, up for two days, and still never actually say the word unless someone asked me to, and that person was a black person asking me to to do this for a specific reason. I just
0: think there's a lot of words that, like, you could say, but they're really easy to not say, and, like, that one is at the top of the list. Top
1: of the list. You know? But it would never roll off my tongue to use a word like that, so I think that's disqualifying for his job, and I think a lot of the conversation was, like, even if he is a racist, it doesn't mean he's bad at his job. I actually think— Uh, I actually
0: think being a racist makes you bad at your job. I actually think beyond the use of the word – but I can't believe we're spending this much time talking about Papa John's. But beyond the use of the word, it's actually the context to me that's more striking, which is like – he's like, well, all these other horrible racists said racist things. And why do they – why are we getting blowback and they didn't? It's like that to me makes him less qualified for the job than actually using the word, which is like you're trying to like – you're like – you don't understand – why people would be, you'd be getting blowback for like talking about the NFL. I, I think it was the kneeling stuff, right? Yeah. And you're using like some insanely racist stuff to defend it, basically. That's a weird way to think if you're the CEO of a very successful American company. I mean, he's been an asshole for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, our yeah. next topic and our final topic yes. today before we get to our interview with the wonderful Jeremy Gordon is Apple has released a new MacBook Pros yeah. with slightly changed keyboards which your company may be pretty
0: responsible for. <laughs> I mean, uh Casey Johnson has waged a one woman war. Casey Johnson
1: deadlifter and icon of feminism.
0: Casey uh waged a you know, one woman war against swole as hell. Yes, full, well, she got swole and then went came out swinging. No, look, <laughs> she had a broken MacBook keyboard. She wrote a piece for us before she was the future editor here. Um, and and has continued the fight against like a very faulty mechanism. But really, what's really funny about this? Um, <clears throat> So a bunch of, so a bunch of fluff pieces, puff pieces about it today. I don't puff pieces They were like, Apple says it's not about fixing the broken keyboards. They wanted to make them quieter. And it's like, but number one, those keyboards are fucking loud as shit. I, I will, I will, I will say, I have the people here who have them. I'm like, what why are you so mad? They're like, I'm not mad. I'm just typing. I'm like, oh, it sounds like you know when somebody's typing mad. No, it's furious it's like, sounding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I just got an old I was like, man, I need a new fucking computer. And we had one of the original new MacBooks laying around here. I was like, I'll just take that. It doesn't have the touch bar. I mean, it has it? It you could have had the touch bar, but we get like the lower end one. Um, I can feel the keyboard breaking as I'm typing on it. I can actually feel because I know what keyboards are supposed to feel like. As you know, I'm a keyboard expert. It's um, like
1: when you use a, a shitty second, a second string, a. Uh, 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 console
0: controller. Like, you
1: get the knockoff PS2. You can can feel the keys getting softer and less clicky. Yeah,
0: I actually think in this case, what I'm feeling is them getting, they're they're getting a certain, like, they catch in a certain way. Yeah. (laughs) At any rate. But it's also, it is very noisy. But I love the fact that everybody who wrote it up was like, Apple says it's not about fixing the broken keyboards. It's like, well, but what? Do you think it's not about fixing the keyboard? It's weird that they would do this one change. They didn't change the body type. After
1: introducing a they program changed, to
0: repair their keyboard. They only changed change internals, but weirdly, this one physical thing was changed. Hmm. They added a new mechanism for the keyboard. That's sure there's nothing there.
1: And listen, I I am a I am an Apple person since uh, since I was like thirteen. I'm gonna buy a Surface
0: Go. That little Surface is cool, man. It's I'm cool as it. shit. That's Fuck the, my that's, iPad. That's, that's the, the future. That
1: is the iPad I want. I know. I'm gonna buy one. That's I'm buying the one. fucking form factor. It's an one. actual computer. I don't even like Windows. I'm gonna buy one.
0: But here's the thing. I like Windows. It's I don't. so it's weird, it, but it, I think it's fine. My problem here's my number one problem. If I could run, I'm actually gonna look into doing this. I want to figure out if there's a way to make my Surface into a Hackintosh to dual boot it and have it be Windows, and then...
1: Well, I built that gaming PC that we had so much problems with, and I would like, if you know how to do Hackintosh, Yeah, shit, there's turn guides it into for it. it. You can I would it. really like but to But
0: you that. need a certain set of hardware. If you don't have, it's very hard for certain... I mean, it's, certain... A, it's an Intel processor. Yeah, that's fine, but there's a lot of other stuff. Believe oh, okay. me, it's not we'll simple. But my but, but I was like, my problem is, like, I occasionally... Like, when I mainly... <clears throat> most of my stuff is, like, Gmail, or... It's, like, in Chrome. But it's, like, when you have to use our CMS, Photoshop in our CMS, or something. No, Photoshop's fine on that. It's totally fine. I Photoshop my Windows computer works just the same. I know, but like the Final problem Cut, like is, all that stuff. I'm just used the to problem my files is system. Keynote. We do a lot of Keynotes here. Just, AirDrop is a money Airdrop's feature. Cool. Airdrop, iMessage AirDrop is Airdrop fucking cool. throwing. I don't cash use iMessage because I have an Android. I love
1: iMessage. Phone it's hot as shit. I hit like. I like to force touch and hit like, and then not have to respond to a text message.
0: We let Apple hijack our phone numbers, and and now you're trapped in their ecosystem. I them, but I they love lit- them. They literally hijacked phone numbers. I know. I know. They trapped you in their fucking ecosystem. They trapped everybody else, you know, in their ecosystem. It's BBM. I know. Except like it's obviously way better. But um, it's crazy that it just happened. It's fucked up. I mean, I it's wrong that it happened the way it happened. Well, I'll say this. Let's yeah. end on this, and yeah. then we should wrap and
1: get to Jeremy. I'll say this. These the listeners to this podcast often send me a DM or you a tweet talking about how they want you to be more techie. Well, they got it. And I'll say this. You got it today, but also I was building this laptop. This laptop, I was building this gaming PC in the office. Do it. And uh, you had back-to-back meetings of which we had to cancel a podcast taping. True. And you had to go to a very important meeting and everyone wanted you to be in it. And you spent a solid half hour with me plugging and unplugging wires to get this gaming PC to work. And I will say,
0: the nerd Josh Topolsky is there. He's been there all along. Uh, inside, I'm always <laughs> looking for a PC to build. You I, were popping things out of PCIe slots. My greatest trick. And, and, and what I told you some power, power supply coming na- in and out. And did I not give you the solution to your problem? You did. Yeah, that's right. You did. He had a bad, he had a faulty video card. I had a video bad card. video card. I was like, get all these video cards out here and test without the video card. You can and you were, like, you were like,
1: pop this one and see if it works. Pop that one Look, and see he, if it works. This guy you hadn't were even. Re- you, were re- you were resetting my RAM. No
0: offense, but this noob hadn't even seated his RAM properly it was an embarrassment i was scared i was going to break the motherboard of course you were always worried when you feel the tension on the motherboard that's going to crack i thought i used too much thermal gel you were like that's bullshit you're an idiot oh no i didn't say that but all everybody's always like don't A little touch bit don't touch the connector blah 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 every i was to sense it's fine i've touched every connector every pc i have ever built is fine all i want to say is that the josh who
1: who 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 started the verge is still in there yeah, you bet and you can eyes.
0: get him back out
1: here i'm ready to by go. simply saying this doesn't work. Maybe only you have the solution. And a, the whole
0: office shuts down. <laughs> I'm gonna do a pop-up. I'm gonna do a pop-up shop where I just build PCs for people or troubleshoot. <laughs> or just let people come in with their tech and you shit talk it and it's then like they leave. A, I'm
1: like, ugh. You're using that that's, camera. That's, that's the reboot of the Vergecast everyone really wants.
0: I, listen, the, here's the thing. Like, like to me, gadgetry and computers and phones are like, um, what's the best way to describe this? They're like, um. You know, like it's, what's
1: like, a, it's
0: like, uh, no, like what's a weird habit like uh, that you do when you're a kid that you that is inappropriate to do as an adult? Coloring? No, like Legos. No, I don't know, I can't think of the right thing. No, Legos are fine. No, there's like, it's like they're one of those things where it's like, I love everything it. you did as a kid is now allowed to be do as an adult because it's of Buzz Street. No, it's like a guilty. It's like a guilty pleasure for me now. Like I no, think
1: of it like self-improvement i love look it, people who do diet stuff have the same attitude about their diet and their
0: exercise that people who do tech stuff I, it's very enjoyable i want to be the best it's very enjoyable to spend time like no one ever fucking was. around with that stuff like one of my favorite things to do in life is to set up a new phone oh just yeah. to get a new phone and just like get all my accounts set up and you know oh, and then like setting after, up a game console to after like I installing do that, every patch after i do oh. that it's like it's like it's like you know what the most depressing thing is always like, uh, like oh. No, I just got to use it. It's like yeah, it's just a phone. <laughs> it's just a phone. I'm not gonna get any joy out of this. Like I'll tinker with it for like two hours, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just a phone. Like I put
1: my VPN on it. Like you want it to be
0: something now I'm special. I'm gonna Google a gift. Like I got this laptop. <laughs> I got this laptop, you know, and I set it up, and I was getting installing all my apps, and I was like, yeah, you were real excited about it. And I was like, yeah, it's just. A, you're like, hmm. it's just a laptop. Mm-hmm. Just does the same Put thing. Put you all...
1: torn on it, and that's that. Yeah, it just
0: does the same things that all the other laptops do. I haven't felt truly like.
1: I'll say the one gadget that really made me feel something. Yeah, and you're not going to agree. Switch. I love my PS4 Pro.
0: I do. Oh, you got the no, Pro. no, no,
1: no, no. I okay. love my Pro. Okay. And it is the main thing I ever play games on. I downloaded Lumines Sorry. for my <laughs> Switch. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a feeling with using your Switch for a stupid, silly little game. I love the Switch.
0: Right. I you were gonna come I around no, that I, shit is so I, I good don't, I don't play it I don't ever play it. that anything shit is else. so good no, it's so I, weird I just and like specific I and just, new yes every okay here's what I keep the switch next to my bed on my nightstand every almost every night I pick it up like I'm gonna play a game I look at what's new in the store Octopath Traveler at which every, I can't
1: afford but every, every I really want
0: every once in a while I'll download something I downloaded Super Mario Odyssey Zelda and I were gonna play it together oh my god what a joy I haven't opened it yet I'll I haven't played po- play it yet she lost interest, and I did too. But I love the it was Switch. Mario I love bases. this. I love the concept of the Switch. It's just so, so odd. It's just such a weird. I know little that's thing.
1: why I love it. And and the thing is, like it, true innovation, truly new, cool, like AR Kit is the closest thing that has come to like a mm. new imaginative thing that could be something. VR was sort of that, and it didn't work. The Switch to me genuinely, I'm like, I could play Lumines in my bed, which is I could do that on my PSP, but somehow it seems different and cool. I just love my Switch. Let me
0: before we get we to Jeremy. Hold on. I have to tell the story that's been driving me okay. fucking crazy. I a couple of weeks ago, I got the notion that I wanted to play um a Mass Effect game. Did you ever play the Mass Effect games? Yeah, of course. Okay. So they made a game in twenty seventeen called Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And it was reviewed. It had mixed reviews, but it was on sale at Target for twenty bucks. And it was just sitting there and I'm like, I'm gonna buy it for the Xbox One. I'm like that's what I bought it for. I'm like, I'm gonna just get it and play it. I started playing it. There is a bug in the game. I do not I do not know what to do. There is Oh wait,
1: you told me that. There's a
0: no, I don't think I did. There's a bug in the game where it's literally the first planet, the first mission, the first five minutes of the game. You get to a place where there's supposed to be a cutscene. There's a the 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 way the waypoint is marked. You go to it, and then it doesn't trigger the cutscene. Yeah, you told me this. Uh, did I? Yeah. And it and it because I just, talked to you about Mass Effect, and you and just you stand there. Yeah. I was like, for the first hour, I and was literally like, I'm you. like, where's the fucking. How do I get to this waypoint? Like, I'm standing there, but it says I'm three meters away. And No matter where I move, I'm, like, three or four or two, whatever, but I can't get to the thing. It just won't – I started a new game. I think I'm going to have to uninstall it and reinstall it. And what I told you to this was I had the same
1: problem, but that it was built into the game, which is I started playing Skyrim, which I'd never played before, and I went in the wrong direction originally. Like, I just, like, took a turn instead of following a path. Yeah. And it sets you on a path where instead of the game being, like, Easy level, you go right into hard. But I didn't know. Oh, and I got you, so mad and frustrated. And I and so I have Skyrim. I have three versions of Skyrim that I've purchased. And I've never gotten
0: past like uh, I've not developed. You past. don't understand. I wanted to have an outer space adventure so badly. I was so excited. I was like, oh yeah, Mass Effect. I'm like, I'm sure this has it's like it's got some, you know, dents, some dings. It's not perfect. Yeah. This is the most insane bug I've ever seen in a video game, and if you, if anybody uh, listening has ever has, can tell me the solution to this problem, I beg of you. I just want to play a little Mass Effect andromeda on my Xbox One, but this fucking bug is insane. You know, maybe I'll tweet about it because I just feel like I need answers. It's insane. It took I me, played it on my Xbox One. It and took I forever had that problem. to install. It took like an hour to install. I was like, okay, I'll, we're going to wait. T- I've spent several nights trying to figure out how to fix the bug. I don't I don't want to live like this. I just want to play Mass Effect. Is that too much to ask? And on that note. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Jeremy Gordon, who's a genius, and we're going to talk about some really cool stuff. Bye.
1: What happens if you play
0: Monopoly with real money? You've got to pay the piper. Okay, let's At the end of day, piper, day, pay the piper. There are no okay, the in this reinvented game of Monopoly. Yeah.
1: What does space sound like?
2: What happens when you overwork yourself? Do you believe that work related stress has increased? It reflects the fact of how little value we place on the well being of human beings.
1: The Outline World Dispatch Every Monday through Thursday we bring you a new story on the theme of power, Power, culture Culture, or the the future future. handpicked from theoutline.com Find us on Apple Podcasts Google Play, Spotify your Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing or wherever you download your podcasts Also, you can say Okay Google, play me the news and we're right there Oh my god, yeah! Make your mornings a little weirder.
0: Okay, we're here with the Outlines Culture Editor, Jeremy Gordon. Also, you may know him from the Out West podcast, where he was the number one biggest fan of the show and always the most engaged and excited about mm. Westworld.
2: It's my favorite show. Yes,
0: there he is. That's what his voice sounds like. I think it was, was that your Redditor voice?
2: No, it's not. <laughs> What's your Redditor voice? It's like this, uh, uh, <laughs> a, little, a little deeper. You're like I'm a redditor, uh, depending on are you a redditor? I, I voices. Are you, yeah, are I, you active I, on Reddit? Uh, I lurk. I use the pro wrestling Reddit. Shout out to my homies at the squared circle. Yeah, you're. You're. Uh, what does that mean? The squared circle. <laughs> uh, it's the shape of the ring. It's a circle, but it's it's a square. But it's like
0: it is a square uh, though. Yeah. Do you watch Glow?
2: Yeah. A you don't bit. like it? You don't like it? That's uh, okay. He
0: only likes men wrestling. I okay. Get it. Okay. No. Hey, I it's think, sexism. I it's think, fine. No I problem. I think
2: Glow is just like a little too melodramatic. For me. Man,
0: I don't know. The second season's great. It's very dramatic, is though. It really? You don't like second season? No, I loved the
1: second season. Mm. I like Glow. I think Glow um, leads into the like, I don't know. <sighs> into what? The fun like campness and
0: then yeah, it's dramatized. This guy loves camp. <laughs> You're obsessed with camp.
1: Yeah, anything that is that gets close to drag,
0: it's good on my in my book. All right, let's get back to uh, speaking of drag. Let's talk about wrestling a little bit. Um, yeah. So, so anyhow, you're a big wrestling fan.
2: I love wrestling. You're, there's
0: a there's a wrestling there's a new wrestling story or pitch in the always in the mix at the outline. I never mm-hmm. thought we'd do Sometimes. so much wrestling content. We've done a surprising amount of wrestling content. We did. You did a card story about a luchador wearing a suit. Yes. Which was a, it's a fashion look that you are a fan of. Yes, a huge you know. fan. So Jeremy Gordon is not just an editor. He's also a wrestling uh, fanatic.
2: I wouldn't say fanatic. Have you a I appreciate it. I respect it a lot. And it, it, at its best, it does. A great pro wrestling match does some things that you cannot find in other uh, art forms. Like As, I mean, all like art what? forms are beautiful. Like what? Like in, uh, <laughs> like what's thing let in wrestling? Let me rephrase my uh, stoner observation. All art forms obviously, are beautiful. Yes, obviously, every <laughs> every medium has a, a a characteristic to it that is like, you know, it's inherent to that medium. And like, you know, you don't get there are things you get in music that you can't get in movies, and things things you can get in film that you can't get in comics, and so forth and so forth. And so with wrestling, I think because it's slightly under covered, that aspect gets kind of. Uh, Under, you know, and people don't really appreciate it that much. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The quality in wrestling uh, is when you are, when the, when. A performer manages to get a groundswell of fans and support behind him, and they really want him or her to win. And then after years, after months or whatever, after chasing this thing, they put on this incredible display of af- athleticism, and you're just begging, you're hoping. Even though you know it's scripted, you're just hoping that it's going. he's actually going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when it actually happens, it's like... Amazing relief! Like in the last couple years, there's been a storyline in in the Japanese promotion where this one wrestler has been chasing the title and putting on some of the greatest matches of all time with his opponent. And when he finally did it, it was just like it was like sports. It is. It is just
0: like sports, except the outcomes are predetermined.
2: Yes, but also, but but you. What are you doing with your mic there? You're making a lot of noise. That mic. Okay. Well, you think you you think to yourself, "There's no way this is going to happen," but then it actually did happen.
1: It, I like was, love any underappreciated form of storytelling. Because everything is You think wrestling's
0: underappreciated. Yeah.
1: I, I think well, I think it's at least at least looked down upon. And I it's think like down upon. I think everything's a, a soap opera or, a, or like a story at the end of the day. And it's it's similar to um one of the Real Houses is talking. They said, like, <laughs> do you think um, is the show real? And she said, "It's like pro wrestling. Like we know where we're going to be. We know we have to fight. We know like the st- the bruises are real, but it- we're telling the story, and we're characters, and we're mm-hmm. getting dressed up for this." Mm-hmm. and essentially it's not that different than a movie it's just that people like look down on it
2: the way that I analogize it is like you're watching two people uh, choreograph a fight scene in real time with no cuts or edits yeah and Like that's so, so imagine cool two stuntmen that's a good like, way to describe it yeah and it's like if we fu- like if we fuck up like we just fuck up like we, there's no stopping we have to like learn and adjust it right um, but if we hit all of our beats and the timing and the pacing the facial expressions and the moves and the callbacks to previous matches and all these wonderful elements that can really just accentuate it make you go like oh my god that's the shit so the downside is that it requires a lot of investment because you know by the time that I was these matches that I just referred to at this point I've been watching these guys wrestle each other for uh, I guess over like five matches over a couple years but as opposed to if I would just come in blind like I probably would have enjoyed it but not as like recognized as much because you're just watching like oh like it's so it's like incredibly cool and you're like oh like in the previous match they did this one thing but on the latest one like they've adapted so now they like do this other like this just counter to the counter and it's like all very like basic and elemental because wrestling is like very simple and it's like but it's also very easy to fuck up and make boring and like just uninteresting Right. but when it's done right I mean it's just it is Basic as like two people fighting for something, right? Who has like a different perspective. On something. It,
1: it, but That's why it's like drag, it's like these huge characters, and then you get to build in jokes and like yes. references to references, and mm-hmm. the relationships build. Mm-hmm. And then they have this like lip sync off where you're like, Oh, they're referencing something she did before, and then we're
0: real, and it's so cool. Yeah. So, so okay, so tell me, there's um, WWE is the biggest. American, yes, no, right, yeah,
2: and basically big, biggest in the world. Okay, but also definitely so so one so
0: when we talk about wrestling, are we? Ta- are, when you talk about wrestling, are you mainly talking about WWE? Is that your first? Is that your? That's
2: the. So there's two style, I guess. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of styles of wrestling, but I guess like the ones that. Most people, you know, there's like lucha libre, which is like the Mexican wrestling, which is very like fast paced and way more acrobatic and right. uh, way more colorful. Like, you know, their characters are like I'm the lo- I'm the reborn spirit of like a dra- a literal dragon from the twenty 20- like the 18th century or whatever right. you know? crazy shit like that. Right, um, love it. But I guess like the more casual. uh The more casual style that people refer to as an alternate to WWE is like uh, it's by by this company in Japan called New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is more harder hitting. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a they call it strong style, which refers to the fact that like it's full contact. Okay, you know they're uh, sometimes really just blasting each other in the chest, and you know obviously they're not dropping them on their head, but there's an aspect to it that has like the machismo, 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 yeah, yeah. machismo. That's like I'm gonna hit you, even though it's like core. And, like, this is a philosophy not shared by everyone. Like, you know, most notably, there's a wrestler named uh, Bret Hart from the 90s who was very successful in North America and is very respected in general. And his perspective on it, uh, he said something, He's like, "No, I always consider myself to be an actor. And, like, the idea of, like, actually hitting each other just seems stupid because it's like we're just being paid. We're not being paid to actually hurt each other. Right. Um, even though, like, even wrestling's a safe, a quote-unquote safe style can also be very dangerous. Because, again, like, you get, sl- you slip and you just... Uh, you know, you get hurt. I mean, there was there was an incident last week at a New Japan show where one wrestler um, was cradled improperly, and he landed on his head directly and oh the footage God. is, like, fucked up. Oh, but, my like, God. like, they finished the match and then, like, afterwards there was rumor that he had, like, broken his neck and <sighs> just finished it with adrenaline and, like... Oh, my God. I don't think he... We still don't know if he broke his neck. He was good enough to fly back to Japan, so I don't think he, like broke his neck but he pretty severely like bruised it in some capacity because the company and the other wrestlers were sort of acknowledging it like you know wish him better because like but the, his, his opponent wow. just slipped like he was sweaty they were wrestling as a long mash and he just like spiked his head and so, that so let me, let, like me ask, let me ask
0: some questions here so i'm looking i'm, I'm perusing um new japan pro wrestling photos and i guess some of these hits do look pretty brutal but here's my question I, I actually because I, I know I mean I watched WW, well WWF when I was a kid because mm-hmm. that's what it was called and I was like in the era of Hulk Hogan and you know fucking Rowdy Roddy Piper and like the I guess that would be the considered like the kind of golden age for. Or like the birth of like the really truly popular like national phenomenon. So, so this
2: is actually a uh, a myth that is uh, disseminated wildly oh, okay. by the WWF. Okay, uh, watch this video I just showed you by the way. You just, you're sending me, me a video. Yeah, okay. it's is this the movie. hit? I don't know if I, I mean, want to watch like, it. No. This I don't, is a, I don't, This is from a few years. Ago. I don't
0: watch uh, murder videos. Just watch this. Hold on. I just gotta find. It. It. I gotta find. A snuff yeah. film.
2: I just. Uh, I don't watch. I, you, yeah. I don't watch snuff films. Well, there's two headbutts in this and this one's pretty crazy is that a but real headbutt oh like. yeah i mean this is actually a headbutt that ended The the guy who's doing the headbutt, uh, his career ended after this match because he suffered a massive uh, (gasps) hematoma. Oh my god! Yeah, so this is actually like I mean, don't do this and like, but like he was so intense. I can't. His his belief in like that I have to do this as real as possible. Oh my god! I'm just gonna fucking headbutt you because like most you know you can you can do a fake headbutt by like. Oh, I actually headbutted your shoulder, or I like pulled back a little, but like this was just like full back, like I just chunked you in the head. And after the match, he collapsed and had to be. And his. Oh, there's another over. one,
1: there's a third one. Uh, this is I a storyline on this season of Glow, which oh, was fuck. about like taking it too far to it's like. It's about like, I uh, see. Like,
2: so this wrestler, his, like, his character is that he's like, former MMA fighter and he's just like a badass and, right. like, he just like hits just like knocks the shit out of you uh, so, so that was his deal so
0: so you're saying it's a myth that uh, that the the Hulk Hogan Roddy Roddy Piper uh, so, Jake yeah, the Snake or whatever wrestling era. was
2: very wrestling historically has been incredibly popular throughout the not just the United States but the world but specifically in the United States like yeah these independent more like territorial to, to give a quick recap pro wrestling up until the early 80s used to be a territorial system where every single region had its own like promotion and its own set of stars. So there was a promotion in the Carolinas. There was a promotion in California and Chicago and St. Louis. And you had wrestlers that would be shared between the companies and would travel. Like The, the idea of a quote-unquote world champion is someone who had the belt but then his career was made. He was being loaned out to territories all across the country right. and to lend it more hype and like oh Ric Flair is coming to town right. he doesn't wrestle here all the time but he's coming once a year right. to fight our local hero um, and then in the early 80s, Vince McMahon, the owner of WWF, his genius idea was to take advantage of a burgeoning cable system, which mm-hmm. was to say, tell all these companies, like all these cable companies, hey, we'll have one wrestling product and we'll just put it on your cable. And, like, instead of having all these different shows and different areas, like, we'll have a standard product across the country. Right. And, like, basically bought out uh, either the, like a, a mix of like dirty business and just shrewd business, like, either bought out or forced out the other companies and just like essentially started. Monopoly, but wrestling is yeah. very popular in some of the territories. Like you know, someone like mm-hmm. Ric Flair, or someone like I mean, Hulk Hogan was a huge star before WWF. Yeah, like just in Minnesota. Like
0: my, my father, when we started watching WWF, I remember my father talking about Bruno Sammartino, who was uh, like yeah. a, he was from Pittsburgh. He's I've Italian.
2: Yeah.
0: And oh, really? Yeah. And and he was like my dad was like yeah, I was a fan. You know, I used to watch him wrestle in in like the '60s or '70s or whatever, and um. Like, I had no awareness that this existed, that it had existed. I mean, I think that it...
2: Bruno, huge star. I mean, he yeah. sold out uh, Madison Square Garden dozens of times, and he was a huge regional hero in, like, the Northeast. Uh, and, yeah, big deal.
0: Yeah. So my dad, like, was aware of it, but I didn't have any real reference points in, like, prior... This was, like, obviously prior to the Internet when we were talking about it because I was a little kid. But um, but it's... it's but WWF, that th- moment in the 80s, certainly, like was a catalyst for a different kind of fandom around wrestling It was
1: like superheroes when i was growing up like i remember collecting all the action figures and then like we would at recess or whatever like put our own little wrestling matches together with action figures and you'd like come up with storyline and then you'd watch that night and then the next day you'd be like this happened and it was like a sort of it was a fandom sort of like marvel or whatever is now yeah, but well, it was at the time it was like the biggest expression of that
0: you know uh by the way Bruno San Martino died this year mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, uh, multiple organ failure due to heart issues. Very sad. But he was 82. So yeah, he, he was
2: old. He had a crazy life. He made
0: it. He made he it pretty really far. He had a crazy life. Uh, but so you're a big wrestling fan. That's one aspect of your personality. That's only one. You have many aspects. But do you do wrestling is a thing that you seem to know quite a bit about. Have you ever wrestled?
2: Oh no, I'm mm. a frail uh limp boy. <laughs> <laughs> Soft boy. <laughs>
0: would you ever would you ever consider wrestling? Would you even try it?
2: No, I think I would just get tired out and like uh die immediately. You'd like, die just out. from the, just from exhaustion? No, I'd just pass out and be <laughs> like, "Wait a second,
0: fellas."
1: So would you, you f- bounce around a ring at least? Like uh, my dream is to like pull myself back like the bungee cord thing and throw myself across. <laughs> does that even work?
0: I feel like they're faking that like,
1: <laughs> does no, it, I
2: mean it, it's a timing thing. It, it's, it's rope. It's not like uh, it's like tied Rope, but there's like a way, you know, the bounce. There's a little give, and if you, uh, you know, you you test it out, and you right get there, because right. yeah, it's not as simple as like uh, like you will just hit it and fall. If you right, that's what I feel like. It
0: looks like it's actually probably really hard, and they're like, I mean, they have a. At any rate, okay, so so do you have a fair
2: wrestler? Um, if a fair wrestler. Oh, that's a great question. That yeah, depends on. Thank the, you. I'm a, an it's expert a really, interviewer. It's a really hard question. <laughs> uh, I guess. You know, it's just, it's not something that I watch like every single week or every single day. Like at this point, I, there was I think it was a period when I got back into it where I was following a little bit more actively, but WWE product is pretty terrible actually. And really? Stuff. Oh, it's awful. And why uh, is it bad? Uh, it's just the storylines are really bad. The matches are laid out much worse and, like, just generally not as exciting. And then when I got into New Japan, I was like, wow, this is just so much more superior to all the things that I care about that I just can't respect this, like, American product as much anymore, even yeah. though it is good from here to here and there. But the flip side is that New Japan is, like, it runs on this, like... Because you know, it, it's Japan, I can never catch it live. And, like, right. it's just never... It's not ideal for me to, like... So you,
0: like, end up getting spoilers.
2: No, it's it's more like I just end up, like, don't even, like... I don't even follow up with it in real time. Oh, because you have to hunt it down. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't want to, like... And and that
0: energy of, like, watching something live is so different. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a question. So I remember, like, uh, in the 90s, a friend of mine had a videotape. He was like, this is, like, crazy Japanese wrestling, and we watched it. He was really interested, and it was, like, fucking crazy shit. Like, people are like... Like there was like broken glass yeah, yeah,
2: and that's like a pins, like nails. Of, uh,
0: yeah, that's um, not that's not New Japan, right? I mean, that that's not was, the same.
2: That's uh, that was at Sushi Onita in a company called uh, FMW, which stands for it's now defunct, but uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. But uh, they yeah, like it was I fucking crazy. Around, but, uh, uh, yeah. The whole no, thing was around. like it
0: was like a bootleg tape, and 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 it was one of those things like you know because this is like back in the day. This is in the age Exploding of VHS. Like bulbs,
2: barbed Yes,
0: yes, it was like really fucked up like people were getting legitimately injured, but they were like, but they were pretty big matches.
2: Oh yeah, they, they were those were huge uh, at the time. There's a wrestler named McFoley who's uh, who's also known as Mankind. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, WF, and he got one of his when he he wrestled in Japan a little bit, and he was famous for doing these death matches because they were just fucking crazy. I mean, it's just like oh awful. oh my god, I just watched that. Oh like, my if god, you skip ahead, it's just fucking like nuts. Oh my
0: god, these like, are so crazy. Like this is
2: the. As Sushi Onita versus Tori Funk, exploding no rope barbed wire, exploding ring time bomb death match. So it's like we have a countdown until like first of all, there's no ropes, it's just barbed wire, and then we have a countdown until the end, and then until the match is over. Yeah, this and then is when some... they, when that and literally when it counts down to zero, like b- fucking trash cans around the ring explode. Oh my god, it's like nuts. It's uh... it's just no rhyme or reason. It's so wild. <laughs>
0: this is crazy. These are like people who have nothing left. They're like, I've got. I just gonna wrestle. This is like a wrestler situation. This is wild. Oh yeah, no, they get fucked up. They're like bleeding and shit. I mean, they get like right. legitimately. Like, oh my god, the guy in this. I worry about doing karaoke because I'll throw out my own voice. They're and they're actually hitting each other, right? <laughs> and they're
1: throwing themselves against barbed wire. It, it depends. The, I mean, you know, that, that, that like, was a fake hit. You know,
2: there's a difference between like. I mean, there's wrestlers with high pain tolerance. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's like. You know, you're going to get thumbtacks in you, but it's the difference between like, am I going to get thumbtacks embedded oh. in me or is someone going to oh. like push them and like scrape them in my body? Because that would be like, sabotic, oh. but it's like people who can just somehow deal with. Uh, <sighs> Sorry. You know? But it's like, it's, I'm like, watching
0: this video while you're talking and it's like really insane. I mean, it's truly outrageous. It's like a limited, Olympic,
1: Olympic gymnastics, though, where it's like you could break your neck, really, but it is a perform. Like you are really taking your life
0: in your hands when you're doing some of this, like aerial. This guy's really getting the shit kicked out of him here. At any rate, so, okay, so Chris Jericho wrestled for New Japan?
2: Yes, this year. It was uh, very surprising.
0: Yeah. Has has there been – Chris Jericho is a WWE person, right?
2: He is, still is. Chris Jericho has this sort of genius because uh, he's so uh, popular and kind of creative with his own contract. Because basically, he asked, even though he's not full time to WWE anymore and could theoretically do whatever he wants, in order to maintain his relationship with his longtime employer, he basically asked them for them then for he he asked them to, for permission to do like one or two matches in Japan, and he got it. Do people lose did their shit? When he first showed up as a surprise, oh yeah, because he was wrestling. He he first showed up to challenge this one guy named uh, this Canadian wrestler named Kenny Omega, who is <laughs> Kenny Omega. That's right. Uh, who's both it. a gamer, but he's also the most like probably the most exciting wrestler in the world. Uh, he's the guy who I referred to earlier about winning the title, and he's just so good. Oh my and God. It was The idea that like oh Chris Jericho, Kenny.
0: Okay, let me describe uh, to a person who's listening. Here, I'm going to describe Kenny Omega. His rules. So. Okay. It's funny because he actually – you said he's Canadian, name. right? He's
2: Canadian. He's from Okay, Widerhug.
0: So there's a Canadian artist named Tiga, T-I-G-A, who did a cover of um, the Corey Hart song Sunglasses at Night. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know who this person is? I believe it's T-I-G-A. I'm looking at pictures, yeah, yeah. but I don't yeah.
2: know him. Okay. He basically that. looks like if this guy got – Hold on. Where are the pictures of him? He's blonde now. I sent you a photo in of his current look.
0: Well, his old look from Ale- the Electroclash era, which is like this. Yeah, I think this is the cover. Yeah. It's very um, Cobra Starship. This guy, Kenny Omega, looks like if Tiga like, got really ripped and uh, got a perm from his Electroclash. He's even wearing like kind of Electroclash outfits, like, like a leather jacket with no shirt. I mean, he's kind of like – oh, he's a gamer. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. He's not even that ripped, actually.
2: He Dude, has the Kenny worst. Rodriguez. I think I would
0: say he's some of the worst hair I've ever seen in my entire life. Kenny
2: Omega, do not Kenny, if you're listening to this, I disagree <laughs> with Josh. I would say much. Kenny
0: Omega has it's some of the look. worst.
2: That's a great look.
0: It's okay, great you luck. know that? Are you familiar with the artist Mickey Echo? He's one of my favorite artists. Oh That's God. About. <laughs> no. Oh really? Have you ever heard the Rihanna st- song "Stay"? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know she duets with somebody in that song. His name is Mickey Echo. <laughs> Mickey Echo has an outrageous perm, also. Mm-hmm. Mickey we Echo, s- we talk about every All week I'm on this. Time. Say, Mickey Echo is my 100% medically accurate for singers. Him and uh, who's the other singer? There's another one that's like Mickey Echo that I could never remember. You know, Mickey Echo's like, where did he come from? How did he end up in a Rihanna song? No one knows. No so we can answer this question. It's business,
2: that's how it works. At any rate. We, yeah. At any
0: rate. So Kenny Omega is from Canada,
2: Winnipeg, Canada. He has his. the
0: hair of, it's like his hair, I mean, his hair's so bad. <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever seen anybody with hair this aggressively bad in my entire life.
2: That uh, comes together. Does it? Oh, yeah.
0: It's like a little bit of a, it's like a perm mullet.
1: Yeah, but when you're in the the ring, you want that like sweaty, flipping around, kind of like able to like be reactionary to what you're doing hair. He, lo-
0: he looks like a swamp creature, like a swamp man. His hair is so bad. I mean, I would. I would. <laughs> yeah. I would. Really? Yeah. He's not cute.
2: I don't know. He once uh. wrestled a. He he's both wrestled a nine-year-old girl and a blow-up doll. He's great. Incredible. <laughs> he's so incredible. Fun. He wrestled a nine-year-old girl. Also he lost, right? right? Uh, I think it was a it was a draw. Oh, so there's some. There's some. This is like before he was as popular. I feel uh, when like he was like still an up and comer. But there's a lot of like old school types who really disdain him for like uh, violating the spirit of the business by wrestling. Uh, yeah, I just showed you this. Kenny Omega. That's so fun. To his credit, his touch is so light, and like he actually like c- communicates the possibility of like her hitting him. Like the timing is so correct.
0: Uh, by the way, Kenny Omega and I almost share a birthday.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Three Sounds days
0: pretty. apart. Oh wow, uh, okay. that's so good! Damn. Kenny. We're watching Kenny Omega now wrestle a little girl. Go
2: to the go to the the two uh, the two thirty five mark. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is, and, and wait a second. I love her. I stand. Why is this video so low quality? I stand this little girl. This is from a while ago. Yeah. I can't fucking She's believe this. She's a star. This, this is that's bullshit. Like, ah! I can't
0: believe this. Ah! It's so good. <laughs> this seems very wrong. Uh, Kenny, Kenny. Oh, they're like you can't throw her out of the ring. He's yeah. trying to toss her out of the ring. The ref is like, no, you no, can't watch do that. This,
2: watch this show, huh? Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow! That's just genius. Acting. She to is a the move, star. To sell the move. Look, at how, look at how he looks devastated. Does
0: she fucking wail on him or what? Oh, I need all. to see her beat the shit out of Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch all right. this all day long.
2: <laughs> Oh, so this is, good. This is what I send to people when I'm like, they're like, wrestling isn't real. I'm like, actually, I, I would... actually, wrestling this is, is really real. I would watch Nothing this. Nothing has been more real than this. <laughs> I
0: would watch 16 hours straight. I love of her. This. All right. You're winning me over here. I got to tell you. <laughs> Who's this girl? I love her. Oh. Oh, I love this. <laughs> the
1: idea that this is wow, any, that, and that's a young Carly Rae Jepsen. I I can the, you believe it? The idea that there's anything
0: close to a, a reality happening—that is really, I pretty, love it. Pretty funny. Um, look, okay, you've sold me on wrestling.
2: Mm, it's very cool. Where
0: can I tune in to see Kenny Omega?
2: Uh, so New Japan, uh, they have a streaming service called New Japan World. Oh really are you do
0: you a member? Uh,
2: you have to pay for it. I spend I, I don't I don't sign up all year because you know they run a show about once a week, but I'm just not always that interested in it right but I will be signing up soon because they have a tournament going on. This month called the G1 Climax, in which uh, there are twenty. It's uh, a round robin tournament in which all their performers, all their best performers, are split into two divisions. They all wrestle each other, and at the end, the wrestlers with the best records uh, wrestle each other in the finals. And then whoever wins the finals gets a title shot at the biggest show of the year, which is every January. So it will determine the storyline. Who wrestles Kenny? For the title in uh, at the Tokyo Dome <laughs> exciting. on January 4th, 2019.
0: So, wait, wait. So, Chris Jericho.
2: Chris Jericho is not in the. GMO. No, no,
0: but Chris Jericho challenged Kenny Omega.
2: Yes, last year before Kenny had the title. It was for a different title, and, a lesser title. And but it was very good.
0: And by the way, the New Japan Pro Wrestling's website is, and this is correct, it's, it's very NJPW1972.com. Yeah. Just like. Like they, you can't get...
2: New Japan has kind of a bad interface. And in fact, if you want to sign up for the streaming service, you have to like click like translate to English because it's like not perfectly. Oh, well. So they're really
0: not so it's really not it's popular in Japan, but it's probably not that popular here, correct? Actually, so here's the thing, it's way say, less it popular like it
2: it's way less popular in Japan than it was in its heyday during the nineties, but or like even back in like the seventies or eighties, but it's far more popular internationally than it ever has been because the wrestling product is so good and specifically they branded themselves in the last few years as the direct counterpart to so, like the WWE kind of like more phony gimmick style because WWE still puts on some really good matches but like the success rate is far lower and there's tons of garbage that just doesn't happen in New Japan uh, so they're Dang. like they say if you like wrestling or if you even like this style like this is more appealing to you this more like pure athletic competitive like wins count means something losses mean something like we don't do a bunch of bullshit gimmick finishes because WWE just has tons of terrible terrible stories just finishes to matches that just bum you out, and New Japan is like, we're going to give you the good shit. Well, like,
0: I got to tell you, I don't know if you're getting kickback from this New Japan operation. I don't know <laughs> if you've got some kind of affiliate situation happening with them, but you may have gotten them a new uh, watcher, new two, mm. two new viewers. I'm, I'm all in. We should do New Japan uh, wrestling watch parties. Do they? Do people do those? <gasps> I mean, why don't yes. we start doing those in New York? Why don't we that find would a club be so to do them cool. in? Let's find like a bar to do them. Let's in.
2: do that. Well, here's the thing. So outline. The, the ma- the outline presents. presents. The trick is that the matches start in really early in New York time. I mean, the show will start at like, like four a.m. Yeah, New York time bro, you're like done eight.
0: partying. Start watching.
1: Or New we Japan. could do the Olympics thing where we like do it the next day. Nobody's gonna be spoiled. I don't know.
0: Okay, that well spoiled. that's a great. Okay, now really quickly, we got to wrap up. But really quickly before we do, I want to talk about Dune. Oh yeah. We published a piece this week. About how Dune is the only good fan fandom left alive, left online. Mm-hmm. And 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 largely about David Lynch's Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh which is which poor, David poor Lynch, Which David Lynch uh basically has disowned, and yet it's weirdly one of David Lynch's greatest achievements.
2: I really need to see it.
0: And apparently Jeremy has not seen the film.
2: I have not seen the film.
0: Nor has he read the book. Dune by Frank Herbert, and
1: Yannaroski's Dune, the ultimate. You have to watch that documentary, even if you don't know anything about it. It's a really good documentary. Did you see that documentary?
0: No. Okay. But I
2: have a copy of Dune at my mom's house that I've just have I've owned it for over ten years. I just haven't. I, I picked it up once in high school or college, and I was just like, uh, I think it's a little much for me. But even uh, if you don't no, get into no, the no, but now I'm gonna get into it But I'm even ready.
1: before you do, the, this doc is just all about like ambition and like the failure of creativity, and it might be well, fun for you to see it without even having reference.
2: I mean, I mean, that's how I
1: originally saw it before I got into Dune proper, and it was kind of a fun. I mean, I, I haven't seen the documentary. You I haven't. Wanna see it. Oh my god, I it's w- so w- fascinating. I want to see it. It's about a man who isn't a fan of the original property, so he just keeps coming up with his own ideas. And the fun when I saw it was that I didn't know the original property, so
0: I was pu- fully sold on like his plan for the film. What's, you know what's really insane is that his Frank Herbert's son is like now writing Dune books, mm-hmm. which is like I don't know, pretty crazy idea. Amazing. Dune, the book yeah. is amazing, but I watched the movie several times before I ever read the book. And I don't know that it had an impact, but I think that, like, the fate, you know, they made Honestly, another.
2: Honestly, nerds have terrible taste in film, and there's so many movies that have been, like, slammed as, like, this is the shittiest adaptation ever, but it's actually just sick and, like, creative. Like, you know, it's a great movie that people hate on because they're not clever, is. Uh, George Clooney Batman, Batman Robin, incredible camping movie. Oh, my God. If you watch wait, if you watch 100% agree. 100% agree. So absurd. It's so, much fun. so, absurd. It's so much fun. Thank it's you. It's so good. But just, they, but it's the, the common, professional common, wrestling of Batman. Nerds, like, honestly, like, give me that all day over, like, growly Christian Bale, like, I had to swear, like, I took the oath to wear the helmet. It's like, oh, give that's me that's a, that's a break. Dog. I'm not here uh, for real criminals. Give me like a bat oh, and punch people in the face. I, give me the shit where <laughs> yes. George Clooney is like, I oh have a God. credit card. And like, Poison <laughs> Ivy, like Uma Thurman doing this horrible, like ridiculous voice. That movie's not voice. good. Jeremy yeah, like, Spitting, fire, <laughs> fire takes. Mr. Is like, There's only one good. What killed the dinosaurs? Uma Thurman's the 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 best Batman (laughs) villain There's only one good
0: good Batman film. (laughs) Chill. There's only one truly great Batman film. Adam West, no one. Batman Returns, the second Tim Burton Batman. That's a good movie. It's the best Batman
1: movie. It's a good movie. Michelle Pfeiffer is truly. I cried at the
0: end of it when spoiler alert: the Penguin dies. And is carried into the water by it's his emperor movie. penguins. I mean, it's fine. By the way, that movie has a good bit of camp, but it's balanced with also being a good Batman movie. where like Batman that, and, that, Robin, and Robin, Robin is not. Too. I'm like
2: not it. saying it's a brilliant movie. I'm just saying uh, it's a lot yeah, of it's fun. Good but it's it good. It's a reputation is that it's like the worst movie, the insult to the character of... Uh, Insult to the character of, you know, uh, the spirit of Batman, whatever the fuck that is. Also, um, there's
1: like an element of homophobia there, where it's like uh, Batman is yeah. also like a gay. Icon, Joel so. Schu- I think Joel Schumacher, Joel Schumacher. is gay. He yeah, is gay, And yeah. he
2: basically is like said that he was making just like a. Uh,
1: Like a porn parody, yeah.
2: Basically, no. Basically, that he was like making like a campy, uh, a campy movie, specifically like very homoerotic. Because like everything about and to to loop this back to comedy to wrestling a little bit. One of the great things about wrestling is that uh, they very much embrace the kind of like homoerotic uh, undertone. So Kenny Omega, he's in a storyline where his uh, he had a years long partnership with this other wrestler who was maybe his boyfriend, and they had a rivalry, but now they're like they're like. Partners again, and like they, their name is the Golden Lovers, and like they never like <laughs> kissed on screen, but like they'll pre- they'll talk about it in like relationship. And like, who do they actually date in real life? Like, we don't know. You just it's,
0: minted the biggest fan
2: of this franchise ever. Yeah, I'm going well, home. Is, is like, Kenny
0: Omega <laughs> is he like bi? Is he out? Like what he, is
2: Kenny? Kenny is openly bisexual. Really? Yeah. Oh my That's god. Cool. I stand. Um, uh, that's uh, man, exciting. I, I'm gonna drop this video. You guys oh shit! Hold
0: on. Right, can I just say one thing about Dune before we get? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, often, why is Dune so pure? Well, it's fucking amazing. Dune's amazing. I mean, what I, I can't, you can't, you just have to see the film and read the book. You don't have to read the book, by the way. I don't even think those are that I related. You can, I think you can see the film, the the Dune, David Lynch's Dune, and enjoy it completely. Mm-hmm. And you not, you get more from reading the book. But oh my god, hold on a second. Um, but the important thing about Dune. And I have not read it yet. I've read the uh, first two Dune books, and I think I've read part of Children of Dune, which is the third. But the most important thing about the Dune book series is there's a book I mentioned this to you the other day that has, in my opinion, one of the greatest titles ever for a book, which is God Emperor of Dune. But I f- and I, which is because I feel like it's so unnecessary. One of those words is so <laughs> unnecessary, like God Emperor of Dune. I mean, I uh, get yeah. it. It's like. Just there's be a great, God.
2: There's a great reference to that in a Marvel comic book where Dr. Doom becomes God, and they, there's the ch- comic begins by calling him God Emperor Doom. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Look at that.
0: Okay. um, Let's see. Okay. This, what am I looking at? What did you send me?
2: I sent you an 18 minute video recapping, narrating, right. and recapping the entire saga of the Golden Lovers, which you should absolutely watch. Oh, my God. Not oh my right God. now. Oh I'm going to. Yeah, we do have 18 minutes. But it's All right. so good.
0: Well, Jeremy, we didn't get to a lot of other topics, but we most importantly talked about your central passion in life, which is uh, wrestling, which I can see now. We can
2: and get to the other topics, some other and, time. Joel time. Another, and Joel Schumacher. enough Schumacher. time. You're too. Yeah, we have plenty of we have think, our entire lives. I think together the these fans, are. the fans will appreciate my return. I think to discuss I, important things. I, I
0: think exactly. Well, we can find out what happens too. Uh, boy, I have some interesting tabs open right now. Some really diverse shit. Um. Anyhow, Jeremy, thank you for uh, uh joining me on the podcast, joining us on the podcast. Of course. And thank you for bringing your deep knowledge of wrestling because I feel like, oh, is this the oh, this is the live? I think this is the live streaming right here. Nine hundred ninety nine yen seems like a good deal.
2: Uh, yeah, it's like basically ten bucks. Ten dollars, yeah. So I'm gonna watch like. Uh, they got
0: oh, they got show. it on uh, Fire. You can get it for the Fire.
2: Oh yeah, I need Amazon it. Fire TV. I don't, I don't have a Fire. Do you have a, a spare Fire? I, can I have... do actually. Do Wait, you? All, really? Yeah, I do. Yes, do, I do. will dramatically influence my
0: decision to <laughs> so get New Japan again. I, Prime I, Day coming up. I definitely have a Fire. Uh, I also have a Roku stick. Do they have it for Roku? Oh, it doesn't matter. Jeremy, thank you so much. You're now free to go back to the creation of great stories on the internet.
2: Mm, thank you. Thank you. All right. trails.
0: Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. But I just heard that they went into a cave. Why would you let them go into a cave, you idiot?